pineapple sounds. And we're back with yeah. pineapple sounds. If you don't like eating sounds, you might want to skip a minute because this is intense. There was a slurp in there. I'm sorry. There's a lot of there's a lot of munching going on. This is my breakfast. A mm-hmm. couple slices of pineapple. Pineapple makes a really. I've never heard anyone eat it that close to a microphone. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, because most people aren't monsters. It's like real squelchy. Yeah. In my defense, I didn't think we'd be recording it. I brought it down to eat before we started recording. Right. But it is like a small glimmer of joy in my world right now. The <laughs> the munching noise of pineapple. Yeah. I sound like you know what it sounds like. Hmm. Uh, remember. Um, oh God, what's the Snickers, the porcupine? What? Or maybe it's there. Maybe there's another one. Oh, wait. I there's know There's a what you're porcupine who eats pumpkins and he yeah. <coughs> makes little, little, squeak, yeah, yeah. Little noises. He's really cute. Noises. You guys should look that up on YouTube. It's cute. You know, I wonder if, like, in the future, when we're all gone and someone digs up the YouTube servers, you know, and then starts going through them. I wonder if they're going to think the whole point was to catalog animals eating things. Probably, and they'd be right. There's an awful lot of that. Yeah, that's all I want from YouTube. Like that slow lorry that eats grapes? Yeah. Um, And the pumpkin, and then the hamster with the tiny food. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's just all kinds of And also cats doing, doing anything. Yeah, right, of course. Cats doing anything and dogs being stupid. Those are the categories of YouTube. Yeah, right. Animals eating food, cats doing anything, and dogs then, being and, dumb. And then there's what's his name? The that, one I showed you. That the cringiest, seriously uber cringe. Uh, Daddy. Daddy. He calls himself Daddy Dominic, but it's Dominic Schmidt. Man, I actually feel bad because I think there's some there's stuff going on with that guy. Really. I do. Like what? Uh, eating disorder for one. Oh. For like. Well, that's not why I'm cringing at his videos. No, 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 no. This is stuff I do. know outside of the video. This mm. is like him attacking people for like laugh reacting his videos on Facebook instead of like heart reacting them and like attacking them in their DMs and, and saying stuff about is it because he's not thin enough yet and all this shit. Right. And I, I don't know how much of that is a ruse because I, I do think he puts on a personality for this, but I don't, I, I think there's stuff going on. It feels really bad. Yeah. <laughs> All I know about that dude is that it's he's very cringy, he's though. He's got this horrible stare. Yeah. And uh, he talks creepy to the ladies. He does, like directly to the camera. Yeah, and then there's like an occasional video, like I'm in love with my mother, and then back to like, <laughs> and and he like he hugs his teddy bear a lot, and apparently there's like his video, his channels have been pulled for like him doing inappropriate things to the teddy bear. Oh my god! Before that's why he this is he, he's had several channels because like all his videos now are reuploads from his old channels cuz they've gotten yanked before yeah. and all this shit. It he's been doing this for a long time. If you're underneath a certain fame threshold, you could just make another channel and YouTube won't notice or care. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he has since been um featured on a couple other channels. Yeah. Um but I haven't seen any of their videos with him in it, but he's, he's, he's cringy. Man. He's nothing so nothing to make a uterus cringy. shrivel up. Like Daddy Dominic. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Not my thing. Should, so let's talk about other too, things. Yeah. Should make fun of it too much. Um, I mean, he, he knows what he's doing, though. I do think, like, as much as I think there's something going on, he is doing it for attention. Like, yeah. he knows what he is doing. Yeah. He is fully cognizant of it. It's mentioned in multiple places. I think he talks about it. Like, he knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. So I, I think it's okay to have a reaction to the thing he's trying to get a reaction to. I think he knows that reaction is going to be exactly what that reaction is. Too. Probably. Don't think he cares. Right. But. Man, the internet. Makes created, me feel real gross. <laughs> the internet created like a real market for like, it doesn't matter why you're famous. Just as long as people know who you are. Yes, it did. You know. Well, that mark. I mean, that thing already existed it has always existed but it just made it so much easier to get that yeah you didn't have to attract a local news crew or like a documentarian or like some form of big or like media. harass your fellow middle schoolers you could just publish yourself you didn't have to eat a whole jar of mayonnaise anymore mm -hmm. in front of the cafeteria i think you're thinking of a brick of velveeta cheese i wasn't i was I wasn't going to say the actual thing, but yes. <laughs> I feel like we've talked Same about Same idea. I do think we've talked about yeah. that. Um, yeah, I lots of ways to get to... I that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Before he ate the Velveeta, but also after. Do we want to talk at wasn't all? Wasn't related. <laughs> do we want to talk at all about the, the local church that we discovered the other day? Or is that like something we should know. leave off podcast? Um, I'm not going to say the name of the church. Okay. Because I feel like that's calling them out when I don't know if they're doing anything wrong. But yeah. but like, is it worth talking about? Because it struck us both as like really it odd. It was weird. So um, I had never seen this, this sign before when we were <coughs> driving by. And we saw the sign and it was called something that like. Sounds like a bar or a club. Right. Or... And was enough for you to, I also thought it might be like an escape room. I thought it might be something cool <laughs> and nope. that I would want to go to. Womp, and, um, womp. and you were like, nah, anything with that name, I'm not here for it <laughs> immediately. And yeah. then I looked it up and I was like, it's a church. Yeah. And it's like a younger person mm -hmm. whose church it is. And probably which a is, younger church in general. Yes. Um, they, I will say their first meeting at that church happened this uh, last month. So I think they existed before that, but they just moved to this place. They've been like renovating it and they just moved in and, uh -huh. and started having, um, you know, stuff there. So there is that. It's it's new to that building for sure. It does seem like a younger church in general because he's a younger guy. Um, and he has a family. And it, I just like, I don't know, something about the material I found about the church mm -hmm. was weird. Like the wording was very strange to me. And so I looked him up because this is what I do. Mm -hmm. And I looked him up. Curiosity. It's and I found he wrote a book and the book, I only found four reviews of the book total. Two reviews were from like Google reads or whatever. Like yeah. you, you search for the book and it comes up with them. They were both negative, uh -huh. which is kind of rare because if you're going to read a religious book, usually you're already there. Like, yeah. you're seeking that out. I don't know if people necessarily post like negative reviews of really small books <laughs> self published by people who share their religion, unless there's like something that really stuck with them. Right. And it doesn't seem like that many people even know about this book or yeah. have gotten this book. Uh huh. 
So the one review said something to the tune of like, I would I would rather read spiritual stuff written by J.K. Rowling, <laughs> which is kind of a, a big insult for if that person is actually religious. Yeah, right. Um, the other review the woman that made kids turn into witches and warlocks. <laughs> the other review was something along the lines of wizards, not warlocks, wizards. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might mention warlocks in Harry Potter too. Nah. Um, I think the other review was something. the The thing that struck me the most is that it seemed the review said the book seemed very disingenuous mm-hmm. and dishonest, which is. A big thing to say. Like, if you can pick that up from a book you're reading, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's hard to get that context from a book. If it's that obvious to you, then, like... Yeah, right. Like, what what does that book have to look like for (laughs) someone to be like, no, you are being super disingenuous? Yes. I'm curious about it. I don't want to buy it, but I'm curious about it. Yeah, I'm curious, too. Um, I wonder if it's free. It could be free. Well, it's, it's not free. No, it's not free. What's the low, low price? Um, I'd have to look again. I want to say it's at least ten dollars, okay. and I think possibly more than that. And right. I don't think it's a very large book. Um, the other reviews were from Amazon. You can get it from Amazon, and um, um, one was from the author, and it was a five star review, but it was just. The description of the book again? Yeah, right. Which is already in the Amazon posting for it, so there's no reason to post the description in a review and give yourself a five-star review. So that's, like, kind of a weird thing to do. Yeah. And then the other one is a very positive review, and it uses almost the exact opposite wording from the bad review that called it disingenuous. Oh, like it's like a response review. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it says, um, oh, God, something along the lines of, like, this is the most, it's not the word genuine, but something along those lines. And I'm like. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm like, okay, well, that's also weird to say <laughs> without prompting. Um, <clears throat> Again, how can you get, well, whatever, maybe. So, maybe. It, I don't know. It's just a bunch of things that I'm like, I know I'm already skeptical of religions mm-hmm. because I have my own bullshit, so I try not to be. So I am trying to, like, <clears throat> not be insane about this. But the, I'm getting the little bells of, like, something's not adding up. This or, is kind yeah. of odd. Like, the wording that's used in this book and the reviews on it. And then There's- looked him up further and and found out that this is an evangelical church, which mm-hmm. I don't think there are that many in this area. And uh-huh. And that is something that, like... I didn't go to an evangelical church. Uh-huh. I was raised Catholic, which is a very different experience. Right. And I also, I've been to an evangelical church before, but mm-hmm. I didn't regularly attend one. Did you go to any evangelical well, churches? I don't think that the churches I went to would be described as evangelical exactly. Although, like, I think it's kind of difficult to pin down exactly what that means, other than the, like, being very, very outward with your faith, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of the things that we uh, that you read on the, the this church's page and stuff seem like fringe beliefs, even for evangelicals. They do believe in speaking in tongues mm-hmm. and exorcisms, they right? Do believe in 
they don't come out and say exorcisms, but they say deliverance, which is to say exorcisms. Mm-hmm. Um, they they in believe context, in demonic it's... possession yeah. and ridding you of demonic possession. He also mentioned um, <clears throat> Bob Larson, who's a guy who's known for doing yeah. exorcisms. And he said, ba- basically, insinuates that guy's a hack and he's overpriced. I know a deliverer. Yeah, right. Which I think is to mean... Jesus or himself will do it. I'm pretty sure the deliverer is meant to be Jesus. Yeah. So, and then they just had a deliverance session, um, I think in the last week or so. So those are things that are, they just like trip my trigger that way. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on you, but I, I don't. Wouldn't feel comfortable going to the church. I wouldn't. That just feels disingenuous of me. Um, yeah, it's hard to like. A part of me is like, oh, though they would absolutely want to have you, even with that like stink of atheism on you. They would want to. Have I you. am immediate. I think I'm immediately peggable as an atheist. I, th- I get a look on my face. I have a very expressive face. Yeah, and it doesn't feel right. Like I still think they'd want to have you. I still think there is overwhelmingly and anyone can come through the door policy. That is like central to Protestant Christianity. It just, it feels bad for me. Even when I was younger and I started realizing I didn't believe anymore, Mm -hmm. it felt bad for me to go to church because I felt like, and I tried explaining this to my mom at the time, like everyone else is getting something out of this. Yeah. And I'm not. Right. And I, I feel like I'm putting that out there, even if I'm being quiet. Like Like I'm just like this little nugget of anger and frustration and i don't think that's necessarily right when i know that's going to be my reaction like i i don't want to other people get stuff out of this Mm -hmm. and that's okay right and my shit is not their shit (laughs) and and I know that, like, sure. I, I know what my shit is, so why am I going to put that on people? Uh, but the thing is, I don't even know if you realize exactly what a, <laughs> like, a golden nugget you would seem like to walk in that door. Because that's the thing. I mean, I remember elements of just, like, yeah, bring everyone, bring your friends, bring people who don't believe, bring people who don't want to believe. It it just feels weird to me to go in and be like, hey, I do not believe. I'm just real curious about the weird shit that you do. Like well, That's one way of saying it. You don't have feels, to say it that way. Yeah, but that that's what I feel. Sure. Like, that feels wrong to have that be in my heart. Yeah. Um, and then go in and be like, no, nah, that's cool. I'm just yeah. here with yeah. everyone who actually gives a shit. You have no idea how, how happy they would be if you if you walked in and said, I don't believe. I just want to see what you guys are up to. <clears throat> I mean, they would like wheel out the cake and like everything. Man, they are different people than I am. <laughs> yeah. I, I just feel like if if I was doing something I really believed in and someone came up to me and was like, I can tell you right now, I don't believe in what you do. Right. And I don't really want to believe in what you do, but I just want to see the weird thing you do. I'd be like, all right, fucko, go away. Well, like the, the thing <laughs> is, for like people who don't believe, there is other people are not like an opportunity to like convert or score. True. That is not there's, the case. There's nothing in my life that I would be trying to yeah. like change anyone's mind on to think like me. For evangelicals, that the opposite would be true. Yes. People are definitely seen as an opportunity and there's a there's a war being fought, you know. And yeah. so bring souls, you know. 
Oh, man. They'd probably try to exercise me. I don't know. Those <laughs> those people probably... They would try to exercise me. <laughs> just end up, like, held down in a pew with someone spraying holy water in your face, like that uh, like that video we saw. I just... I just... <laughs> I feel like my reaction would freeze and just be like, guys, I don't like this. That's everyone's reaction. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> That's why that stuff works, is people, like, immediately go, like dead in the face because they're like i can't escape this it's situation. panic yeah. it's it's like a trauma response yeah it's not it's not good <laughs> it's not exorcism it's fight or flight yeah no it's um, absolute panic anyway um i the other the other church i went to that was evangelical <clears throat> was like a super church it was um in defiance it was in the town that i went to college in and i had to go to it was for a school it was for a class. Mm-hmm. I had to go to two different church services. Yeah. Um, two different ones. And I I went to a Catholic one, mm-hmm. which made my mom way too excited. I had to be like, <laughs> it's not, it's for school. I'm not changing my mind. <laughs> you almost can't tell your parents that. <laughs> yeah. Excited. Um, and then the other one was this evangelical church. I went with a friend, but I got there late, and yeah. I ended up in the slush room. This is a church oh, so like big the they overflow. have a slush room. Yeah, like they, an they overflow room. used to have room. something like that at uh, ACC when I was going there. So usually for Easter. <laughs> they well they this was a big deal. Yeah, they had a they had a big stage and a huge auditorium. Uh huh. Um, which to me is one of the signs of like super church, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, huge yeah. when and it's microphones and good sound equipment and like full band and big all that. speakers hanging from the ceiling perfectly triangulated yes. to spread the sound and, yeah. but the reason it was so busy and the reason we chose this day to go uh-huh. is because john and kate from john and oh kate shit that's right there. and this is obviously before they got divorced uh-huh um and i have my issues with john and kate from john and kate plus eight mm-hmm. as far as i i don't think you get to say that you made the decisions you made because God told you to when John that doesn't, it seems a little hypocritical at times. John and Kate plus eight, more like yawn and Kate plus eight. Know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Up top. No. Boring. Not, not boring. That. Okay. Um, she, I think she's the originator, not the originator, but the popularizer of the, can I speak to your manager haircut? She's often in the memes that you see. Oh, really? Yes, that like short. I I've had I that it. haircut, by the way. <laughs> short in the back, longer in the front. I feel bad for women named Karen right now. Yeah, they don't deserve this. Mm, some of them do, <laughs> but you're right, not yeah. all. Um, but yeah, I've limited experience at the evangelical churches, but some. Yeah, and it just at this one, I'm not putting their name out there because I I don't want anyone to you know go right. knocking down their door or be dicks to them or anything. I'm just curious mm-hmm. and i might be facebook stalking them in the future <laughs> it's this is just what i do if you haven't gotten that from the podcast already then yeah i don't know what to tell you i can't yeah. help it the other thing is like you know that the uh, people that lived outside of uh, the rajneeshi compound <laughs> wished they had facebook and could have seen some shit coming too oh yeah like maybe it's not a bad idea to keep some eyes on the you know there are just Things that are red flags to me, and when they make the alarm bells go off, I'm like, "Oh, I'm listening." Like, what's that? Yeah, what's where'd that come from? That wasn't there a week ago. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, right. 
Um, it's like a it's a like a more sinister equivalent of if there's a new Dunkin' Donuts and you're like, I thought we had enough Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah. What's this one? Why do they need that Dunkin'? What are they doing at this Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Actually, this is hugely inappropriate right now because they're closing a bajillion Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, we might lose a Dunkin'. We 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 have several Dunkins. We've got we have a little Dunkle do ya within <laughs> just a little Dunkle do ya within like. Three miles of this house, there are and excuse four me, Dunkin they're donuts. not um, Dunkin' Donuts I'm anymore. Sorry, they're Dunkin'. It's just Dunkin'. Right, drop the donuts because it's not like they are known for donuts. It's just the name of an Irish boy now, misspelled. <laughs> Dunkin', Dunkin', come Dunkin'. on down, come down to Dunkin's. <laughs> Let's go to Dunkin'. That's Hello. that's not an Irish accent. I'm Dunkin'. Yeah, it's not. I don't know what that was. It was not Irish. Oh, yours it's, was. It's a leprechaun voice is what that no, was. No, mine wasn't. Oh, I don't know what mine was. Do it again. I'm not okay. even trying. Fair enough. Um, I wanted to talk about other things too very quickly. All right. Let's do it. I've been eating healthier again. Good for you. I'm actually trying. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say that like I'm not living here and knowing that. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. What have you been eating? I've been under a rock. <laughs> you don't make meals for me several times a week. Oh, yeah. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, just like, you know, just better eating lots of fruits and veggies, basically. And, yeah. um, you know, other stuff too, obviously, but just trying to eat more well balanced. I'm not necessarily uh, saying no to eating other things. I want to eat like pizza and yeah. wings. I'm just like doing it in a better way. For a really, really long time, I was over 300 pounds and couldn't crack it and couldn't get under it. And then I weighed myself the other day and I'm like under 300 for the first time in years. Didn't do anything. Well, you have been on antidepressants and Mm. though some make you gain weight, the one you're on doesn't. Mm -hmm. And it tends to help people with overeating. Mm. And if you're not as depressed it might help with that also as a side so that might be part of it the fact that you haven't really actively tried but you've seen some results i don't know that's good though i mean yeah we're both we're we're both doing okay is the point yeah and then um i think i've talked about my tattoo on here i'm not quite sure i started getting my strong women tattoo on my leg Mm -hmm. tattoo tattoo yeah i got a tattoo a tattoo a tattoo I, I <laughs> look at me leg. I, I started getting a strong women tattoo on my leg, what we mate. Do, what are we doing? I don't know why this is the accent episode. I'm sorry. I've I'm got sorry. me a sweet little tattoo on my leg. Tattoo. I, I, I'm going to put it up on the table and give it a look. <laughs> Putting my leg up on the table? Yeah, why not? I'm wearing a dress. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Ooh. 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 <laughs> Did it get warm in here? Or? Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's basically uh, cartoons and comics, but <coughs> women from tattoos and comics that I like and admire mm-hmm. includes such um, characters as all of the women from the Belcher family. Uh-huh. Um, Daria. Bob is nowhere to be seen. Bob is not there. <laughs> Bob does, and neither Bob is, is uh, Jean. Yeah. Uh, they're not. They're not women. They're not I mean, there's a place for them in my heart. Yeah. But this is the strong women leg. The, the place very, is not on my leg. At the very least, they're not strong women. They're both fuck ups. <clears throat> yes. Mm. <laughs> That's why they're off the right. leg. Um. Uh, Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman. Tank Girl got retouched. Tank Girl got fixed up. I'm mm-hmm. very. I'm the happiest with that tattoo I've ever been. Yeah. 
Um, Miss America, who's a really cool character, um, also known as America Chavez. If you want to look that character up, she's red. B and Puppy Cat. B from yeah, B and Puppy Cat's there. Is Puppy Cat? I think Puppy Cat is technically male, but Puppy mm. Cat and B are sort of like a package deal. I don't know. Uh, she can't have to have one. But Bob and uh, but Bob. No, Meltzer. they're not. You don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. You can't have B without Puppy Cat. B is not recognizable without Puppy Cat. Also, yeah, Puppy Cat helps. Yeah. Not that anyone recognizes it anyway. Yeah. It's really mention- sad to have like a tattoo that I think is really cool with characters that no one knows who they are. Right. <laughs> so then I have to be like, no, this is who this one is. And that's who th- I promise they're cool. I like them for a reason. You know, did you mention Daria's on there? I think I did. But yes, Daria's, Daria's on, on there. there. Is there anyone we forgot? I don't know. Let me look. <laughs> uh, let me consult the leg. Oh, yeah, Squirrel Girl. How can I forget Squirrel Girl? One One of my favorites. She's prominent. I love Squirrel Girl. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple squirrelies on there with her. (laughs) Yeah, because you can't have Squirrel Girl without squirrels. Of course. Otherwise, you just girl. 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 Uh, Yeah, those are my updates. (laughs) Yeah. I started getting uh, Wonder Woman colored in. The outline is completely done. Wonder Woman's uh, almost done being colored in and Tank Girl's mm. colored in and next session isn't until February. <laughs> That's such a long time. Unless there's a cancellation. She right. books up fast and then with COVID, like, she had to catch up on everybody and it's just been really crazy for her. Right. But she, I I will mention her by name because she's fantastic. Her yeah. name is Hope and uh, she owns and runs Intuitive Inc. on Mahoning Avenue she also runs the local tattoo convention when they're able to do it. They had to cancel this year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. It was actually really sad. The day they were supposed to have the convention was the day that tattooers were allowed to go back to work. <sighs> so she was bumming pretty hard. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, super shitty. But her work is so good. Like, it's good enough that you should, like, <laughs> come fantastic. in from, You should, like, come in from out of town to get this work done. Like, it's, like, that good. Yeah. Like, it's a draw. She did her first portrait. Um, recently and it came out great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say this because she's pretty self-taught. Like, yeah. And she, she says like, I, I was self-taught. And so she wanted to wait until she was super comfortable doing a portrait before she did one. Um, she just wanted to be confident in her abilities. I can hear one of the neighbor dogs barking. I can too. Um, shut up dogs. <laughs> it's never our dogs. I need to soundproof this room. Yeah. And, and put, put a door on it. Yeah, put a wall on a door. Um, but yeah, she is fantastic. Her, I was really excited that her portrait came out great, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all good stuff. I just realized my shirt is on inside out. Oh, that's okay. It's just me. I'm a grown up. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, accurate. All right, I I think we've reached. We've gone this far. The only possible place to go from here is to play a game all right i i guess i could be persuaded to play a game but it's got to be good it's got to be good and unique and and have a great name oh i have the perfect game okay what's that 
You're going to love this. Okay. It's called Trues and Fnews. Shut the fuck up. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me why you wouldn't happen to me. It's time for Trues and Fnews. Everyone's playing, everyone's playing a famous game, famous game, the game that's taking the internet by storm. It's time for Trues and a Merv Griffin production. All right, tell me what it's about. Truth and Fnews is a game of fun little game sweeping the nation, an internet game in which I give you three headlines. Two will be false or Fnews, one will be true the truths, and you have to discern which is which. <laughs> I think that might be the best I've ever done. Oh, standing O from Dave. <laughs> Bravissimo. That was your best yet. Yes. That was that was your best yet. Yes. All right. I'm not I'm not all that confident with these, but we'll see. Okay. I was having a little bit of writer's block. That's okay. I'm sure I'll <laughs> still get it wrong. <laughs> we'll see. It might be better than I think. I don't know. Mm. Number one. Deceased cat gets voter registration application in the mail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that's that's like a twofer, yeah. like a dead person's registration and also that. But person's also, a cat. it's a cat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Number two, research biologists discover new larger species of wolf in remote forests of Bolivia, now named Loopguru lupus. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to. I all I didn't process any of that's that. That's okay. We do a repeat anyway. <laughs> yeah. Number three, growing concerns of fairy commune plague town of Geethorn, Netherlands. I'm not really sure how to pronounce that town name, but... That's okay. Okay. Recap. Number one. Deceased cat gets voter registration application in the mail. Number two. Research biologists discover new larger species of wolf in remote forests of Bolivia, now named Loopguru lupus. (laughs) Okay. Number three. Growing concerns of fairy commune plague town of Geethorn, Netherlands. Wow. I wish I knew how they pronounce their G's. Because <laughs> I know that's not right. Um, this is tricky. I, I immediately want to lean on the that you made up the one about the fairy commune. Just because recently your brother has been wanting to move into a commune. So I'm trying to get in your head here a little bit. The cat voter registration is brief enough that it feels true. Okay, I'm gonna go with my gut here. I'm gonna say it's the I'm gonna say it's the cat with the voter registration. That that's the truth. That that's the truth. You're right. Oh, <laughs> all the, right. You, you got it. That's the truth. It was just brief enough that I thought Christy would throw a little <laughs> sauce on this. Yeah, you're right. Um, How does that find... happen? So. I, I don't know if the article says how it happened exactly, but let's see what the article says. How do you register a person or a cat? So this is in Atlanta. Okay. And it's a presidential election year, and cat there's Atlanta. a big push to get people registered to vote. Some people are even getting flyers in the mail to register. One Atlanta family says despite what some people think, their family pet won't be going to the polls. <laughs> okay. When Ron Timms checked his mail Wednesday, he found something addressed to Cody Timms. Cody doesn't get much mail. Cody's a cat. 
he died 12 years ago. <laughs> the fact that it was 12 years ago is even better. Um, the family keeps his ashes in a green container. Wow. Uh, a quote, a great cat, indoor and outdoor, loved his family, loved his neighborhood. He was 18 and a half when he passed away. This dead cat should run for president. <laughs> I would vote for a dead cat <laughs> sooner than I would reelect our current president. Um, the Dave Dragowski promise. Yeah, um, seriously. If it happens, I promise <laughs> to go and vote for the dead cat. It says they were surprised and amused when they saw what Cody received in the mail. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yawning. We have a voter registration application for Cody Timms. How did this happen? It's not reality. He's a cat and he's been dead for a long time, said Carol. Uh, Carol says she understands in this election year there's a huge push to get people to the polls. Yeah. Um, there's a huge push, but if they're trying to register cats, I'm not sure who else they're trying to register. I'm not sure if they're trying to register dogs, mice, snakes. I don't, I don't even I know. I really how, like this woman. I don't know how they got the name. Like, right. how did somehow. In Let me the, read on. Maybe there's more. Okay. Maybe they say the secretary <clears throat> of state's office says the application did not come from their office. They say third party groups often use mailing listings to get names and addresses. Okay. They released a statement saying third party groups all over the country are targeting Georgia to help register qualified individuals. This group makes you wonder what these out-of-town activists are really doing. Oh. Make no mistake about it. This office is dedicated to investigating all types of fraud. Okay. No fraud exists here. They yeah. just got a list of names, but I don't know how a cat got on a list of people names in the first place. I don't want that ad. An ad opened up. I did not want. Get out of here, ad. Um, and there's no further explanation as far as how the cat's name would have gotten. Oh, hold on, hold on. Um, uh, the Secretary of State's office. Here. Sorry. That goddamn ad again uh, said they're quite sure that even if Cody were still alive and showed up at the polls, he wouldn't be allowed to vote. They're quite sure. Quite sure. Since he did not have a license or state ID. And also he's a dead cat. I don't know what it's they're. fucking a dumb statement. Shut up. You know... <laughs> also, if you're wondering how Cody could have voted, would have voted if he could go to the polls, his owner said he was a demo cat. Um, I love that family. They yeah. seem to have like a very good sense of humor. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. You I hear, don't know why he would have been. You hear about a lot of like voter fraud shit and it turns out it happens in incredibly small numbers. It almost never like really happens the way they say it, that it, that it could. Yeah. Right. It's more likely that people are pushed out of the polls by, mm -hmm. you know, certain things, but the kinds of voter fraud they talk about are not really. Now, recently, a postal carrier, and I can't remember where. Oh, um, I think it was. It in North Carolina. I can't remember no, for sure. No, I thought. Well, it, does, it, does, it doesn't matter. It happens somewhere that they. What's the state that's right below us? The West, West, West Virginia? Virginia. Why do I think it was West Virginia? It could be. Uh, but either way, Continue. they basically, a mail carrier changed people's applications for primary ballots from Democrat to Republican. Yeah. And they were convicted. I think five or six individual ballots were essentially It was defrauded. West Virginia. They okay. pled guilty to attempted elections. <clears throat> right. Now, like, if that's the kind of shit that's happening, <clears throat> not cats voting. Yeah. But of course, what you're going to hear about is the stupid shit like that, you know. Yeah. I want to be clear, cats aren't voting. <laughs> cats don't care enough to vote. No. They don't. No, they couldn't. And they dogs couldn't. aren't smart enough. I'm sorry. I bet your dog is super intelligent. Yeah. Probably doesn't vote. He doesn't know how to vote. 
can't work the pen. Can't pull that lever. <laughs> Little paws just won't do it. They God. don't got thumbs. I wish we still had levers to vote. Oh, yeah. You know, instead of filling out you know, that little circle. They're like touch capacitive now, right? Uh, this, Well, no. I mean, like, I still fill out a paper ballot and then you got to put it in. Oh, sometimes some places have the screens. Yeah, some places have screens. That but can they do might the not. They, you might need a stylus, though. I don't know yeah. that it's touch capacitive. But if it was, a uh, animal could work that. I just think pulling a lever sounds fun. They could do it with their little nose. I know this because the dogs sometimes accidentally click things on my phone with their noses. Their noses are... are, are They're you know, touch capacitive. Yes, right. It's really cute. <laughs> it's uh, like, why did you just click on that game? What you doing here? Well, I got it. You got it. You won. I won. I won. I did not fears. stump you. You know, uh, we're going to have to uh, eventually really figure out painstakingly what the score is. Oh, God, I don't look forward to doing that. But yes, 106 episodes. we're going to have to do that. There's going to be spreadsheets, numbers. Yep. Booze. We're going to have to drink lots of booze. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It'll be like accountants working an all nighter or something. Yeah, it's going to turn into like an old timey newsroom or something. <laughs> we got to get this story out. I got scores over here. I got scores. Count them up. Count them up. <laughs> We need to do a recount. <laughs> the, the, so weird. Dave has requested a recount. He thinks it's been unfair. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, why don't we take a break? This, <clears throat> this is not going to be a long episode. It's not going to be a long one. I have a topic. Maybe. <laughs> I have a topic. Um, we'll just see. I don't know. This end, this might end up being boring and shitty. We'll find out. I, I, I don't think so, but okay. Uh, so let's take a break. We'll come back in a minute. A little break, 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 break. With the main segment for the episode, stick around. Thank you. confidence on this topic i know you do but i believe in you mm. i think it will be good one of the things that makes me anxious about it is that it's also something that i should know more about um and i'm not that uh i feel like i'm gonna sound like an idiot here but um anyway <laughs> uh we're, we're talking about uh i mean when have we not yeah true both of us. We've never been afraid to walk into the waters knowing very little, if nothing. That's the point of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we know nothing, and then we know a little bit more, and then we tell you all how little we know still. Right. Uh, I did an episode recently where I came out of it feeling like I still didn't know anything. Right. So. <laughs> well, we'll be in a little bit better place than that, but not much. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I wanted to talk about today, and this was on the list, and I I glossed over it the first time when I was looking for a topic. Then I came around to it because uh, one of the things is like I so I work in uh, like an industry that provides like wireless stuff, mm-hmm. so, like Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular, those kind of things. Um, and so when I saw this again, it kind of jumped out to me. It's this notion of 5G conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up having less on that than I wanted to. Because I'm surprised. Mostly just because they're like. There's not really much 
depth to them. Yeah, like all you can do is just sort of like recite them, but you can't defend. There's no they're all based on like very primitive, you know, wireless is magic bullshit. Yeah, um, they, they come from a lack of understanding of technology. And so once you explain the technology, it's like. Right, exactly. Once you get caught up to that, then there's not as much. It's, but the the theories are something to be discussed. Yeah, exactly. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about them. They just didn't end up taking up my whole episode because when you look at them, you just sort of it's like a lot of things where you're like, am I even gonna argue about this? Right. I don't know. Uh, let me, but but I think it is important because there are a lot of people that are spreading this stuff around. Yeah. Yes, you're right. It's becoming an increasingly you know popular. There are a lot of ridiculous conspiracy theories. That otherwise rational people I consider to be rationally minded are glomming onto. And I'm like, what the fuck is your problem right Let's now? Let's actually start with something completely unrelated. Wayfair? Yes. I I think we could do a whole episode on <laughs> I don't know if we I don't know if we could, maybe we could. Not um, necessarily Wayfair, but like QAnon. Dumb shit. conspiracies. Yes. We should probably do that once. <clears throat> we should do a dual research episode where we look up and try to find the dumbest conspiracies. <laughs> um, excluding, of course, my favorite one And actually Chris's favorite one Which is that birds aren't real Oh, yes But of course, that's totally true Yeah, we all know that uh, Birds are not real Well, that's why COVID is happening They have to re reset the birds Right, they have to trick us all to stay inside to change the batteries So that they can change the batteries of the birds That's the best and dumbest conspiracy I've ever heard It's so good um, my my personal conspiracy that I made up is that that I absolutely do not believe in. I have to be very I have to make sure you guys know this. Um, but I just think it would be funny if COVID was actually arranged by scientists mm -hmm. so they could reverse the effects of climate change right. because no one is listening to them. So they're just tricking us all into doing something about climate change. Honestly, you joke about that. There's <laughs> someone out there right now who's like, no, they're trying. That's why the we're thing is it's way more likely than any other conspiracy theory. <laughs> and, and it's already incredibly <laughs> unlikely. It's incredibly unlikely, but it has like a, a, a logical reason why it would actually happen. It is not happening. That is not what's happening. Right. It's just a fucking pandemic. Most conspiracies, it feels like, rely <laughs> on this like nefarious villain to to need things to happen for reasons, right? So like the 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 Wayfair thing is a perfect example. Yes, we haven't actually explained what it is, but there's a conspiracy floating around the internet that because there are items on Wayfair whose price does not make sense, like up to upwards of like nine or ten grand, yeah, for like a shower curtain and a couple of other things like a bathroom set, you know, people are the conspiracy theory started that Wayfair is engaging in human trafficking on their yes. website. So you <laughs> buy this $10,000 bathroom set, what you actually get is like a child. Yeah. Which is insane. And, and it started because there was a Reddit post and someone was like, Hey, isn't it weird that Wayfair's items, some of them are ridiculously overpriced and some of them are named like have female names. So what if this? Like, it, there was no basis in reality. Someone was just like, what hey, if? what if this? What and if? now people, like, are believing this. Right. And the thing is that, like, I, isn't it more likely that there's, like, a glitch in their pricing system on their website? Than, well. Because I heard, like, people saying that, like, well, this item, that there's no way it should be $9,000. Mm -hmm. It's, like, 
it's obvious that it should not be $9,000. It doesn't say it's $9,000, mm-hmm. but it's like a customizable thing. And whenever you put in a female name, any female name, it suddenly is like $9,000. Yeah, I saw that Wayfair... Actually, also, I think if you were trying to buy a person, it would be more than nine thousand dollars. Just so saying. T- I think so too. Just saying. But that's like, that's a steal if you're buying a with, person with free shipping. With free shipping. Oh my god. I know. Um, there's like there's no bearing to this. But people I know, I know, who I'm friends with on Facebook are like, look at it. Look at the comments. Look at it. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. So like, why are you? Wayfair has actually pulled down item <laughs> listings, and their explanation is. Our descriptions have failed to explain the premium nature of the products that were listed. And so in the meanwhile, until we like figure this out to like make this make sense, why this thing is so stupid expensive, we're going to pull it down. But the problem with that, and I haven't even seen people's reaction to that, is that. But now it makes them look guilty. It makes them look guilty. (sighs) There's no way for Wayfair to win this because it has nothing to do with Wayfair. No, it doesn't. And that's kind of where I wanted to take this episode is we live in a climate now where it is incredibly easy to spread really, really stupid theories because people are primed to be like, well, what if, you know? Yeah. Um, so let me let me start this episode here uh, and say that every that would be great. Yeah. Let's maybe we, maybe we could do the show. Um, so like every seven to ten years. There's a new, you know, a cellular standard that eventually lands on all of our phones mm-hmm. and we start using it and it comes out of nowhere and it's great and it's new and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, we like we know this from memory because, I mean, everyone remembers when the 3G icon popped up on their new phone or whatever. Yeah. And, and then was, 4G was on the way and everyone was like, oh, no, 4G. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh, boy, what's going to happen with 4G? And then we got 4G and it was and awesome. It was, it was fine. Um, <laughs> and now the next one, and it hasn't rolled out everywhere. It's in limited places and, uh, they're still working on a lot of things, uh, you know, is 5g, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 5g is this, the point I'm making is this is really routine. Yeah. Like 5g arriving is a routine step, um, in what is the evolution of the cellular standard, right? Yes. Um, the the new you know 5G is basically like most people only know it as the icon on their phone but this happens all the time um but thanks to you know the misinformation available to us now people are dreading the, the approach of 5G and they have ascribed all <laughs> kinds of nefarious motives to it being rolled out to the public now can you explain what 5G actually is i can that's uh that's the main that's the main first opening uh, you know part of my research here is trying to explain what exactly 5G is about. Awesome. Um actually I kind of broke this out into multiple segments. So first what is 5G? Uh second what is it that people are afraid of with 5G? And third what you should actually be afraid of with 5G. Yeah, right. Because there is something concerning <laughs> about the rollout of 5G, but it has nothing to do with wacky conspiracies. Yes. Um, so let's just start uh, with what is 5G. Um, 5G and 4G and 3G, um, you know, all refer to... All the to Gs. All the Gs. Every G. G's <laughs> up. Hose down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 
uh, just a little <laughs> snoop. Anyway, um, no, yeah. So uh, the the G is for generation. So it's the third generation, fourth generation, fifth generation. So um, it's Star Trek. The next generation. <laughs> The next generation will be Star Trek. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, after 5G, it's <laughs> just, T- just TNG. Um, so they are developed by, the, the standards are developed and codified by a group whose name is the Third Generation Partnership Project, or 3GPP. 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 <laughs> um, they, um, the, the third generation in their name doesn't actually seem to refer to 3G, or maybe it does, because they were involved in 2G and 2.5G, the intermediary step before 3G. Um, the third generation might actually refer to 3G oh, in their and name. 2.5G, I love that show. 2.5Gs. <laughs> um, Still better than 2.5 men. Right. Um the uh, so the three GPP is like a um, nonprofit, and they have, and I've showed this to you before, the single ugliest fucking oh, logo. Oh yes, can you do you have it? Can you show me. Uh, go, again? go ahead and pull it up on your surface there, uh, because uh, I gotta look at my notes here. Product placement. Yeah, three GPP logo. It you is, have shown me this, and I did also say it was. Uh, if you're listening, look up this logo. It's the ugliest logo. logo I've ever scene for anything it's it's so bad i never stop being amazed yeah it's all over the place it's asymmetrical it's line widths are all over the place it's got little squiggly (laughs) signal lines that like don't they're not even um it's dumb and bad and they should be ashamed of it as someone who i've gotten more into like hand lettering yeah it's super disconcerting it's not it doesn't look good there's two different fonts the way if you they're can call them that, yeah. The way they're offset is not pleasing at all, it's and like the crooked. way they've they've put the signal <laughs> icon like logo in there, it doesn't, yeah, make any sense. I just I really feel like this is something that someone made as like a well, well we just need some <clears throat> kind of logo, and then they were like, it's fine, we'll just keep. This. I'll get my nephew to <laughs> draw something up, and yeah, like they just never got around to something that looked like it belonged. And and part of the reason probably is that it's not it's not a corporate logo. They're they're a nonprofit for one. They're not even really like so 3GPP is a a partnership of standards institutes from around the world. So multiple different countries and they're, you know, like scientific standards groups trying to ag- agree on and codify what like the the uh parameters like what are 3G around. 3G is. Yeah, like what is the next generation of cellular look like? What are the specific rules about like what frequencies can be in use and like what traffic looks like and um uh specifics about like like the very specifics of how <laughs> it works um and and it's it's an attempt to make sure that in all these different countries and around the world these things are kind of interoperable right yes um this is pretty common practice with specific wireless technologies your light is on (laughs) sorry i stepped on something on the ground and it felt weird and i had to look at what it was oh okay Um, it was nothing it was like tape or something so with wi-fi and bluetooth for example these are good examples because everyone knows them there is a wi-fi alliance that governs the development of wi-fi and there's a bluetooth special interest Mm, group alliance the alliance right they basically uh they define standards as it moves forward and and this is an attempt to get everyone in the game. So, you know, different companies are members of those groups and they all are trying to, you know, work out 
basically a standard so that stuff yeah. works everywhere. So, yeah. So basically like, hey, this is what we're calling 3G. Mm-hmm. This is what we're operating at. Anything above that, this is what 4G is going to look like. But mm-hmm. this is what 3G is. And let's get it everywhere. And yeah. then... And then there's also like country specific rules and stuff that they try to like work in just so that everything works together. Different countries allow different frequency ranges for certain things and others don't, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, there's like off limits frequencies that are in use by the military and stuff like that. So it's an attempt to make sure that what when when all is said and done, it's all on the up and up. Yeah, things can work together. Um, All right. So basically, this is so that you know, when things work really well, people adopt it. And it's like, you know, if, if it doesn't work well, customers hate it and it won't take off. So it's really just to make sure that the technology itself thrives. Yeah, so it gets used. Yeah. So 5G is just <laughs> the latest standard for LTE, which is, you know, everyone knows LTE from their phone probably as well. Um, yeah, I got to tell you, LTE's logo, much better. And the 5G <laughs> specific logo, yeah, pretty good. There's some, yeah, I mean, there's some pretty decent logos. Yeah, like... uh God, just looking at the 3GPP logo is so, it just hurts. But that's that's right. LTEs. Well, yeah, that's the 5G logo, also created by the 3GPP group. So they <clears> have yeah. some taste. The 5G logo is great. Um, LTE stands for Long Term Evolution, and it is a. It goes back quite a bit. It goes back, I think, all the way to to 2000 when they were introducing uh, 3G. Uh, it was the long term plan. For how to get cellular traffic to more strongly resemble like the kind of common internet traffic that we that we use in other places and to make it IP based and to uh, be faster and more reliable and all these different things. Basically a way to bridge like what, what cellular was at that time out to something more resembling the rest of internet traffic. You know, it's another interoperability <laughs> thing and it would work better for, you know, customers, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to dig too much into all the technical stuff because a lot of it I don't understand. And I yeah. probably should because, again, like we, you know, I work for a company. We, we sell these kind of things. I should understand it a little bit more. But um, the big focus, I think everyone knows just from experience, <laughs> is that as we develop, you know, new versions of these things, they get faster you know, your phone gets faster, it downloads, you know, at a higher, you know, speed and uh, hopefully, you know, better coverage and things like that. Um, less interference from neighboring stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, so 5G is a really, really big shift for cellular. Um, one of the one of the really cool things about it. So previously, like 4G used um, a whole bunch of s- specific frequency ranges more or less under 3.7 gigahertz, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I need to explain this part or not to people listening. No, it's fine. But yeah. Just, just do it. Yeah, just basically like, you know, your different frequency, your different frequencies, um, you know, when you have traffic on like, you know, say between like uh, six or 700 megahertz, it won't interfere with traffic up at, <laughs> you know, 2.4 gigahertz, you know, because mm-hmm. they're happening at different frequencies. They don't interfere with each other okay so you separate things out into little frequencies and then like for example in when you're you know it's almost like channels it it is like channels they are they are channels different bands of frequency are channels so for example uh, one of the things they tell you with your home wi-fi if you're having problems with your home wi-fi you might be using a channel that's also used by your neighbor so maybe it would you know on, on wi-fi in the lower end you have something like 13 channels or something like that and so everyone's router is like defaulted to channel seven. Yeah. 
but you might, you know, if your router isn't bouncing around looking for, you know, a, a better frequency, you might have to, you, I think this is no longer a thing. I think most routers automatically do this now, but you could, you know, set yourself to be on the, you know, one or two channel and you're outside of interference with neighboring routers. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So basically you break these frequencies up into channels and it keeps stuff from talking over each other. Um, now, so that's, that's all been previously like a handful of frequency ranges underneath 3.7 gigahertz. Um, 5G is opening up this new spectrum in the 25 to 39 gigahertz range. So that's like way, way up there in like no man's land for cellular. Like previously stuff didn't operate at that higher frequency. Mm hmm. Um, one of the things that that's going to change is that it'll open up really, really fast speeds in theory. Um, so with a higher frequency range, you have more, you, there's, it's possible to push more data in that frequency cause you're oscillating faster. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But there's drawbacks too. So, I mean, the good side is that it can open up speeds up to like 10 gigabits per second. Um, like for reference, gigabit Ethernet or, you know, gigabit like uh, Internet service is really, really fast. Um, we're like in this house, we're pulling down like 100 megabits per second. Mm -hmm. So that's like 10 times faster than that. Yeah. The 5G could open up 10 gigabits per second theoretically. Mm. So that's 10 times faster than that, which is great. Um, and it also means uh, this is another one of the cool things for 5G. It could open up high-speed internet to people who don't have access to it right now. So okay. one of the things I didn't realize is that, I mean, I you know that like, you know, in rural places, sometimes it's hard to get high-speed internet. Yeah. Uh, but basically almost 20 million Americans don't have access to high-speed internet at all. Mm -hmm. Right? So mm -hmm. what this means is rather, and the reason for that is they don't want to lay cable and stuff. Right. Across these like huge areas where very few people live. Yeah. But if you could do that via cellular, you can, you know, theoretically deliver like home internet speeds to people's computers without laying cable. It seems like a particularly important thing right now mm -hmm. when more people are working from home and kids are home and possibly considering doing schooling online. Yeah. And this conversation about the internet as a utility and a necessary one, this, yeah. this plays into that where people who, you know, previously don't, didn't have a way to get quality high-speed internet might yeah. have access to it now. I mean, I know our public library was doing things <sighs> to um, broadcast their Wi-Fi signal in further into their parking lot so people can go to their parking lot and use the Wi-Fi on their devices because they didn't have, ac if they didn't have access to it at home. Yeah. Because the library didn't feel comfortable opening up yet. Right. Which is they're trying to make a responsible call, but they also understand that like there are people in our neighborhoods in Youngstown, Ohio, right, that don't have access to to internet or you know yeah or it's or it's unaffordable yeah. you know there's a number of you know like factors there but if you can provide that to people you know over a longer range that's good yeah. um, the people out in you know really rural areas don't have really any option except to drive somewhere right yeah I, I guess the point i'm trying to make is like the, the to most of us that are listening to this <laughs> you have like better functioning internet and so we don't think about this but this is like a problem for a lot of people yeah right exactly 19 million people that's a lot 
Um, uh, one more thing about uh, wireless that I want to touch on is that uh, it's like with radio frequencies, there is a trade off with the the high and low frequencies. So, like I said, the the five G introduces a lot of very high frequency mm-hmm. uh, into the cellular uh, spectrum, but you know, higher frequency um, signals have a harder time penetrating walls and obstructions. Okay. And so, so that um, can be an issue. Yeah, there's a trade-off. So like you might get faster communications, but you know you you have a harder time getting signal. Maybe yeah, maybe you have to have an outdoor antenna or something like that. Um, lower frequencies penetrate walls really really well and go farther. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just sort of a thing. But I they're to slower. Yeah, they yeah they they are they're slower. They're not like slow slow, but they're slower. More power, less speed mm-hmm. versus higher frequency. Yeah. Higher speed, lower power. And there's also way more to that, too, because, um, you know, even at the existing, like, Wi-Fi operates in the, you know, um, 2.4 and also 5 gigahertz mm-hmm. ranges. and So they can't, they can't use, like, the, the frequency levels that Wi-Fi is operating off of, right? They have to, like, be on a different channel. Or uh, have avoidance mechanisms. So, like, Bluetooth <laughs> and Wi-Fi operate in the same range. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like there's coexistence mechanisms that you can build in to, so that they dance around each other kind of. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know very much about how this stuff works. I just use it. I should understand it a lot better than I do. But. Well, the, the, that's the thing is like we don't need to really. We yeah. just if it When it works, it works. Exactly. But it, is, it is good to know what's actually happening. I think it's important to understand specifically with 5G – yeah. What's what's new and what isn't, mm-hmm. you know, because well, because people will take what they don't know and get really freaked out about it. Right. You're you're afraid the unknown is a scary thing sometimes, but also you control what is unknown to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you can look it up like you did. So. Yeah. So let me let me say this while we're moving into this next piece here. I don't know if you can completely blame it on Facebook, but I'm going to try anyway. <laughs> um, I, I think it's largely I would say social media in general But largely Facebook Yeah, when we say social media I mean like we're. I feel like 60% of what in, we're talking about At least Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, Facebook Yeah TikTok mm-hmm. the, And more of the other ones than TikTok Because everyone on there is just doing dumb dances And getting their information stolen <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean we're all getting our information stolen Hold, hold on to that thought Okay We'll come back to that um, but yeah, basically with 5G being rolled out in, uh, some places, uh, it's still, it's still being tested in a lot. It, like, I don't think anyone has fully nationwide 5G right now. We're still in like these early testing phases of like trying it out in multiple cities, you know, so there's whole cities that have it. Um, it's, it's still a rollout. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not Roll there yet. Um, <laughs> Uh, but basically, the this is the 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 implementation of five G has given rise to a whole bunch of very dumb theories, um, and especially thanks to COVID. Thanks you know, COVID. Uh, the theories tend to circulate now around disease and attributing things to five G that are not possible. Yeah, five G. this conspiracy these conspiracy theories existed before COVID, but it just got ramped up. Well, yeah. With COVID. So the one that was, I feel like, circulating a lot was that 5G was being used as a form of either A, mind control, or Mm -hmm. B, B, causing cancer. Yeah. Um, I'm going to touch on those in a little bit. 
Uh, not so much the mind control, because that one's, like, transparently stupid to me. I don't know. I guess I should probably have... I mean, I mean, really, am I supposed to, like, go out and prove that wireless doesn't cause 5G mind control? 5G is my master. I have to draw a line somewhere. 5G <laughs> is my master. I am a real human. Ha, ha, ha. ha. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> I, I have to draw a line somewhere, and that's one I'm just, like, not going to touch. Because I'm like, no, that's too stupid. Okay. Um... But there was uh, a, a certain contingent of people being told that uh, 5G would cause cancer. And they were even selling little USB pluggables <laughs> for your computer that would create a protective barrier so that you don't get cancer from 5G. That's that's Listen, not how wireless works. That's not how any of this works. Yeah, that is not how wireless works. And you if can't someone do that. is selling you something to protect you from signals that are just in the air mm-hmm, right <laughs> that you're walking through all the time if they're selling you something then they're swindlers and they don't have your best interests at heart well like here's a question if you already don't know how 5g is going to give you cancer you just take someone's word for it how then, do you then know I they're doing something to prevent it exactly you then you don't know what they're doing to stop it either like you're operating in complete absence of information if you're going to yeah. do that um so that I don't know that bothers me. The newest ones though. Some people don't care. Some people this podcast is not for them. This I will not so. reach them. They right. do not care. But like if, but for the rest of us. Knowledge is power, baby. 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 You know what I'm talking about? Day. Uh just like no things. No things. This well, is a command. No things. Admit when you don't and Yeah. And try to learn what you can, or listen to this podcast. Yeah, and we'll tell or, you what to think. <laughs> exactly. Or uh, email us and tell us you don't feel like doing the research, but you want us to. Yeah. We're up for that. We've always been up we'll for that. We'll do that. I mean, honestly. We'll add it to the list. Anyone who wanted a real deep dive for this episode, this topic, will be disappointed. Because honestly, I I did draw a line a little bit and just be like. There's only so much you can do sometimes. Uh, let me let me touch on the latest conspiracies that uh, have been gripping people. There's basically three angles and people use them kind of like interchangeably. Like when I was reading people talking about this on Reddit Mm -hmm. and they said, when you talk to people about this, someone said anyway, uh, that, you know, like these, there's these three sort of like bullet points that will get turned around and exchanged with each other, even though they kind of like don't logically flow from one another. Yeah. Uh, so here they are. Um, one, there is no virus and all the symptoms are 5g and also chemtrails and also blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm, like, right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a, there's no virus B 5g weakens the immune system or the lungs and allows it easy, allows easier and more severe infections. So there is a virus, but your body's weakened by 5g. Okay. C the virus is a cover up to install 5g towers <laughs> for other reasons. So the virus uh, isn't real. But people are being told to stay inside so they can go out and install 5G towers and also, by the way, change the batteries on the birds. <laughs> so, um, I want to Ross and Carrie did an episode where right before COVID happened where they went to a convention mm-hmm. and there was lots of different stuff there. Mm-hmm. But they did hear about some different 5G theories. And this, I feel like I remember them talking about these issues too of like, you know, after they went to the convention and COVID started, like, the 5G theories amping up and, like, people's differing ideas about them yeah. and how they they act like they all exist 
at the same time, but yeah. they can't possibly. And I think they tried to call someone out on that and be like, okay, so is it this or is it this? You well, can't have both. They, they're they mu- mutually exclusive. Just with these three, it's like, is the virus real or not? Yeah. According to theory A, it isn't. According to theory B, it is. According to theory C, it is. But like people will fall back and well, be like, oh, no, it's all Theory C, fine. it isn't, right? It's not real. It's a cover-up for something else. Oh, right, else. yeah, so it isn't. Yeah, right, you're right. But people will use all these like interchangeably because I think the reason for this is that people can't keep a logical thread for more than 10 minutes, and they just like the, the narrative. They like yeah. all of these ideas, even if they don't all agree with each other. Yeah. People don't need like a cogent... Um, like uh, internally consistent enough belief enough to make their little hearts go, oh yeah, that's right. Doesn't need to be internally consistent. Just needs to be fun. People are really good at dealing with shit that's not etern- eternally consistent, Etern- internally consistent, yeah. or eternally consistent. <laughs> I don't know what you do. Right. <laughs> so anyway, those are the big three, right? Um, there are other, uh, like I said, the like the. The birds thing. I don't think anyone actually believes that, but there might be some people who like are already really into conspiracy stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, right. Maybe the birds aren't real." Like, like there's a lot of different conspiracy. <laughs> crap. I just want to bang my head on something. I actually had a really hard time getting served this crap by Google because I think it knows me too well now. So like when I start to search, when I search for, <laughs> you get the skeptic <laughs> side of things always. Yes. So like I search for five G conspiracy theories. And I immediately get served a hell of a lot of like, and this might just be Google's policy on stuff like this right now. It's yeah, trying to like battle misinformation. Possibly. So it's like news articles about, uh, you know, uh, here's here's why the 5G, uh, you know, conspiracy theories don't hold up. And blah, 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 blah. No good place to go to for mm. this stuff. Snopes. Yeah. Because if you has just, an article on it. Yeah. If you just look up 5G, they will tell you what the fake <laughs> yeah. stories are. Um, I, so, that's a good way to use Snopes. When you know what the truth is, but you just want to know what other people think is the wrong thing is. Uh, <laughs> it's like opposite Snopes thing. I kind of I should have checked out Rational Wiki, which yeah. has been very helpful to me in the past because yeah. it will often provide, you know, like both sides. Yeah. Like, here's some crazy shit. And uh, here's a rational take on it. I'm doing a lot of buzz today. Um, oh, that was loud. Sorry. That's OK. Um, it, it is worth noting that like as far back as the invention of the radio People have been spooked out by the radio. Spooky. You know, like, uh, I don't have a lot of anecdotal examples of this, but, like, people historically are confused and alarmed because by technology they don't understand. and they don't know how it works. Right. It just seems, I mean, that's the theme. We're right. afraid of what we don't understand. And then it makes more sense because it's harder to understand because they didn't have things like the internet that they could go on and be like, how does right. this work? That's the shame of it is we have the tools now to dismiss this stuff. It would take people five seconds to type it into a search engine and be like, how does this work? Mm-hmm. But the other side of it is, well, you can't trust everything you read on the internet, but I'm going to trust this thing I read on the internet, but not that thing. I think mistrust is like core to all of this shit. And remember I said nefarious villains have to exist for this stuff to work? Yes. You really have to believe that like Mm -hmm. a well-organized, truly evil group of people want to do lots of harm to you and everyone else. Here's the thing. I think mistrust can be useful if it's if it's um, alongside a healthy amount of critical thinking. Yeah, you could call mistrust skepticism, except that, you know, you a skeptic seeks validating 
verifiable information. Yes. It, just being mis- mistrusting, yeah. mistrustful. I don't know which one. Um, I don't know. Just doing that. I don't even. (laughs) Just doing that. Yeah. Without the other is like it's just nonsense. Um, I want to note that you know people for a long time have claimed that the radio told them to do things or that they were controlled by wireless you know signals long before. Oh, that's definitely true. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. No, I mean this has been around for a long time. Like this is a rehash of science. Science you don't understand is magic and Mm -hmm. maybe bad magic. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not new. So I just kind of want to give a nod to that because Black magic 5G. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, here's an example of what correlating things you don't understand gets you. I'm not even going to cite the chucklehead on Twitter that wrote this. <sighs> okay, here's here's eight bullet points. One, 1916, emergence of radio waves. Two, 1918, Spanish flu outbreak. Oh, God. 2003, 3G introduced into the world. 2003, SARS outbreak. Oh, my God. 2009, 4G introduced to the world. 2009, swine flu outbreak. Okay, things happen at the same time. You're not listing all of the other things that happened at the same time. Well, yeah, like setting aside the fact that they got the information wrong, like radio started closer to 1900 and 3G started in 2001, two full years before they cited the SARS outbreak. (laughs) Oh, my God. Setting aside that they got the information wrong. Correlation is not causation, and anyone with some experience trying to, you know, validate stuff knows that. Yeah. Um, to say nothing of like third, third factor stuff and like you know, like the third variable stuff. Like there's yeah. Even even setting that aside, this is just picking stuff. I mean, I could say, gosh, what else happened in two thousand three? Let's uh, think back to the magical too time of long ago. I don't know. It's just like you could pluck anything out of the air and be like, well, you see. This happened and then that happened. Um, the point I'm making is this is a easily debunked, dumb association between things, and you shouldn't give it any. Iraq point. War happened in 2003. <laughs> oh yeah, that. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm so bad with like chronology and <gasps> stuff that happened in my own. Did you damn literally life. just Google what happened in 2003? Yeah. I had to. My brain is so bad. Well, shit. I mean, we were like, you know, in high school, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's like, I, it's not that I don't know what happened. I just don't know chronologically when it was that it happened. Right. I don't remember. My brain doesn't remember things like that. Um, you might also remember that when cell phones became common, when, when people started having <clears throat> cell phones, you know, more of them anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there were a ton of articles immediately and, uh, studies and stuff determining, trying to determine whether there was a link between cell phone use and brain cancer. Yeah. Do, do you remember, remember that? that. Mm-hmm. So that was like a big focus for people. Cause after all, we're holding these things up to our heads. Yeah. So like people were kind of like. And placing them very closely to our genitals. <sighs> oh, that's true. Yeah. That's a thing people. You mean, you mean like thing. you mean like people snapping the? No, I thought you meant like no. People I mean like keeping them pics? in your keeping them in your pocket. I thought you meant people taking photos of their genitals. No, which I is mean, also a thing people did. It and still do, but <laughs> I mean keeping them in your pocket. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> I thought you were. I I seriously thought you were talking about. I mean, unless they're taking dick pics in real weird ways, where they're just like laying the can the phone on their dick for long periods of time. <laughs> You know, like a time lapse. 
<laughs> just like put it on there and just like wait a while. You just see the. I take extended footage of their dick and then do like one of those nature shots where yeah, they like, speed it all up. We're like to see just, how the dick blooms. Right, like see it like <laughs> bloom like a like a plant. Oh, that tickles me. You can see the sun rise and fall on it. The whole thing. <clears throat> that would be honestly. Sunset. I've never received a dick pic, and I don't think I'd want one. But if it was that one, I might be impressed. I've never received an unsolicited dick pic. This is not an invitation to start receiving them. <laughs> Very careful language. Um, <laughs> I have seen unsolicited dick pics that yeah. other people have received because you bet your dollar if you send a woman a dick pic, oh, everyone gonna... in her life has seen that goddamn dick pic. You don't you think your dick is anonymous? You know? Like, we've all seen that shit. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Not because your dick is bad, but because you're sending it to people that don't want it. Not because your dick is bad. Yeah, I'm not dick shaming anyone. I'm Um, behavior shaming people. We've really gone off the rails here. We Um, have. Let's rein it in. Sorry. Anyway, the point is that uh, tried as they uh, did, no one was able to, you know, produce conclusive link between cell phone usage and uh, cancer in the brain. Um, No one was ever able to show with any degree of like certainty that there was a connection between those things. Um, I wanted to try and give some kind of equal time to these ideas that wireless signal, you know, has some impacts on the bodily tissue. Mm-hmm. Why are you smiling? <laughs> are you still thinking about dick pics? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, resting my face on the pop filter and oh. just making silly faces at you, but you didn't really notice. No, I didn't. Um, so, it, it's, it's worth saying this. No major World Health Organization to this date has found it to be the case that wireless oh. signals have an adverse effect on bodily tissues, right? There have yeah. been people who have made that claim. They haven't been convincing, you know? Um, the most that can be said is that incredibly, unbelievably high exposure levels to, like, really, really strong wireless will cook your noodle, you will be, you will, you will. The brain noodle. Any, your whole, <laughs> you're still thinking about dicks. <laughs> Sorry, it was a theme. <laughs> we were going one direction and you changed trajectories on me. <laughs> I broke Dave. Oh my God. I didn't even think when I wrote cook your noodle. <laughs> Oh, my God. We're falling apart. I know. Um, Okay. But yeah, no. Yeah. You'll it can cause (laughs) heat. Oh, my God. You can cook your brain. Yeah. Um, Well, well, really, your whole body is the point is that it can generate heat. But that's it. And uh, nothing, you know, can conclusively be shown to cause anything resembling cancer. So, you know. Not that you want to necessarily give equal time exactly to stuff that's completely unfounded. I think it's a a fallacy <sighs> that these Fa- ridiculous. Fallacy. Oh my god, I can't get away from it. Uh, that these ridiculous theories deserve equal time, but yeah. I think for the sake of what we do, right. The whole point is to discuss the thing we're talking about. You know, it would feel bad to totally gloss over it. Yeah, but I just <clears> feel <throat> like it's really important to note. That there isn't any evidence of that happening. Right. Which also, again, includes, you know, like the idea or the theory that like, oh, the wireless is weakening your bodily tissues. So 
when you, you know, if you fall susceptible to COVID. Weakening your body tissue, your bodily tissue? Yeah, so like that's one of those bullet points. What's that even mean? Weakening the immune system. uh, Okay. Or the lungs. Or like somehow damaging your body enough so that when the virus enters your body, that it can, you know, wreak havoc. Havoc. (laughs) Wreak havoc. There's There's no indication of that. Okay. Um, but like, again, if that's going to be one of the arguments made, it feels <clears throat> necessary to confront it. You know, like wireless signal does not have any appreciable fact on your body. Yeah. Um, totally. This benign. is unfortunately the tact you have to take when you're a logical person. It's like you have to logically debunk something that's so ridiculous that you shouldn't even have to address it. Yeah. And it. It's the trapdoor thing we talk about a lot. Is like you can come at something with logic, but there's always a trapdoor that someone who believes yeah. this stuff is going to open up. So P- it's people can change the argument, right? It's infuriating, and yeah. especially if they're working off of three different theories that don't align with each other at all, but they could just switch between any of them at any moment in time, and then you're like. Yeah. Okay, but here's why that doesn't make sense, and here's why this doesn't make sense. And, oh, now you're on that now, and, well, here's why that doesn't make sense. Okay, now you've switched again. Right. (laughs) Uh, So let's move on. Let's ditch this conspiracy stuff. Let's talk about the actual thing that I do think is concerning about 5G. And I think probably people, like, who follow the news pretty closely are probably familiar with this problem or this conversation, Mm -hmm. um, which is – you know, 5G is the building of a new wireless infrastructure, right? So, like, when, you you're, you know, your phone doesn't just get a software update and you can suddenly, you know, work on 5G. It's new chips. It's new base stations on towers, you know. Mm-hmm. It's new hardware all over the place. And that hardware is manufactured by people and sold and, you know, uh, you know, used by telecoms and stuff like that. Um, but it's the it's building a new infrastructure, so it's, um, you know, this is where I'm going to, I do feel like I'm going to end up sounding stupid here, but <laughs> I'm going to go with it anyway. Um, so as the global rollout of 5G happens, there's really only a handful of companies who are making the hardware that makes up this infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now the biggest one and the one that is the most concerning is Huawei. So are you familiar with the company Huawei? I feel like we've talked about them, but refresh my memory. Yeah, so Huawei, they're a Chinese tech company. Mm -hmm. Um, They, You've probably seen they make cell phones. Um, So you've probably seen a handful of them, you know, uh, online here and there. They make uh, some some electronics. Uh, They're mostly um, primarily a telecom company, I think. It would be fair to say that's their biggest, Mm -hmm. that's their bread and butter. Um, And they are leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else in terms of producing the hardware that makes up 5G. Um, They only realistically have two actual competitors, um, which is Ericsson and Nokia. Uh, They're both European based. Um, They've they've like, so in many countries they have the, uh, the contracts to roll out 5G. Um, They have a very big influence and they're also a company that the U S government has been particularly concerned about for a while. Yeah. Um, and not just the U.S. government, uh, but I'll get to that later. Um, I put down that, like, I, I'm i a little conflicted about what constitutes, like, the, the fear China train. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because <clears throat> it's, like, been so heavily politicized here in the U.S. The thing is, there are real things about China and the way they do things that is very problematic. Yeah. 
And so there are valid concerns, but it also gets mixed up in a bunch of xenophobia and right. other shit. And so it, it can be difficult to talk about, but there are real reasons why it's a concern. It's hard to separate those things, like to talk about just one and not the other, because yeah. like the language that happens <clears throat> here could be so like divisive and disgusting around yeah. China. And so like, but I, and but I do racist feel, and yeah. just but, awful. But I feel comfortable saying that the Chinese government is not a force for good in the rest of the world. I don't find them to be. And I, I think that their methods are disturbing. I mean, we've talked in the past about their, yeah. the, their surveillance and arrests and reeducation of the Uyghur population. Mm-hmm. And uh, the sort of, they're not good. They, like the human rights record is is awful. Yeah, they, the, yeah. Human rights is a huge issue. We should be concerned about China for those reasons. Mm-hmm. So I feel comfortable saying that, and uh, and that as a sort of like precursor to move forward, saying <laughs> that like there are real reasons to be concerned about implementing an adversary's technology as the bulk of our cellular infrastructure, which we already do is kind of the thing we already do that um like 5g is not handing over like something new to china exactly you know it's not like giving them it's just giving giving it to them again it's just giving (coughs) more of it it's giving them more of it and it's also like they've had you know basically a decade to prepare for how to do this uh and there are concerns that you know uh that the the Huawei in particular has been really cozy with the Chinese government, despite saying otherwise. Okay. So I, I want to make a note. This is not kooky American propaganda. Like, <laughs> like the the Five Eyes nations, which is a, like a uh, sort of uh, intelligence partnership between Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the U.S., and the U.K. Um, have voiced high concerns about Chinese espionage that's possible through Huawei and other Chinese-owned telecoms. Um, The UK, as of very recently, uh, started a plan to essentially strip Huawei components from all 5G implementations in the country within, like, a three-year timeline. Okay. So the UK is, like, rolling (laughs) back. Mm. Um their involvement with Huawei. Um, they Huawei insists they would never, ever under any circumstances act against their clients, even if the Chinese government requested that they do that. But I, and and the weird thing about this is that no one told them they heard it on a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. No, no one. No one said that didn't anything. happen. No. But yeah. I just thought it would be funny. It's like, uh, no, we've been uh, we've been listening, and we just want to know that uh, we, we would never. We would never do what you said in private. We might do. We would never tell you that we the, did this thing that you think we might do. I think we you, would never say that. <laughs> we would never say. We would that. never let anyone find out. We would never say it out loud. <laughs> Never. God, why would we do that and allow people to know our no, God. Um, the, the thing is, even if they really felt that way, even if they felt that they would never betray a client, mm-hmm. it's a promise that they cannot really make. Yeah. You know, Chinese companies are, as far as we can tell, forced to cooperate right. with the Chinese government, especially when it comes to requests for data, metadata, stuff like that. I mean, they're, they're when doing you're being now. threatened by the government, can you really say, right? No, I'm going to completely say no to that. And it's not going to be taken from me anyway. Like, right. 
like a people don't really believe their intention and 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 b if even if they intended not to do that it's not a promise they can keep <clears throat> right it's even if they have the purest intentions we're not even necessarily questioning that yeah. i mean we are a little bit but even if we believed you had super pure intentions it's not a you problem in mm-hmm. that case it's a government problem and if the government has shown that they're willing to do things yeah. to get what they want there's, Which they have. Yes, they have. There's many, many instances of people accusing, you know, Chinese hackers, government hackers <clears throat> of, you know, using hardware that, uh, you know, is like, you know, manufactured, excuse me, in China to like, you know, open back doors into like private, you know, uh, information. And uh, there's a company who, who I forget the name of them. They were in the middle of a bankruptcy uh, proceeding and uh, Chinese hackers apparently stole a large amount of information that needed to remain private, you know, and that's, mm. it's just like, that's just, it seems to happen all the time. Yeah. Um, so I guess like the takeaway from this is that it, no matter who it is, someone has to provide the hardware that makes up these new 5G networks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and none of that shit is manufactured in the United States. Yeah. So right there from the start, we don't really have – we don't have a lot of leverage as a country to protect our privacy. Yeah, we don't have skin in the game. Um, like I said, there's competitors. There's Ericsson and Nokia. I'm not certain where their you know, uh, hardware is manufactured. Um, I probably could have done a little more research to see if there's any like higher degree of certainty. Um, but what we do know is that no one is like you know – Deeply afraid that Ericsson is going to, you know, comply with the Chinese government and hand over, you know, requested information, stuff like that. It really, like, there's basically a handful of companies, Huawei being the biggest one. Um, so, yeah, this this is also, like, not a particularly – it's not a partisan issue among, you know, like, American lawmakers. Like, yeah. it's it's – both sides of the aisle agree this is a security concern, and that's – Partially because, as it's been articulated before, all it takes is, you know, you know, a, a, a firmware push or something like that to base stations, you know, and all of a sudden there is an open spigot for that data yeah, to be, you know, to be, you know, abused. Um, there are legitimate reasons to be worried about it, I guess. Um, and the other thing is that, you know, for the first time in a decade – we're building out this new infrastructure and it's happening during a time of like extreme unease. Um, all of our really, really personal private data goes through the internet, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, especially with, you know, like ongoing, like, you know, sanctions and trade wars and all this stuff. Like, it just seems like it's a really, really fraught time to be in, in trusting what is in, increasingly clearly like an adversary. Yeah. With that kind of access to our information. Yeah, I I think this is a type of problem that comes up again and again and again and again. And we keep Mm -hmm. butting our heads up against it. No, yeah. Because it's like we require it, but (laughs) we don't like it. And we don't like who's doing it. And bad things are going to come of it. But what is our choice? We don't have a lot of good alternatives. Yeah. I mean, we, we do, I guess. I mean, like, you know, China is not the only country that's able to manufacture you know, the kind of like, you know, chips and hardware that is needed to start up, you know, a big nationwide 5G network. They're not the only ones that can do that, you know. Yeah. Um, we just don't do it here. So our options are kind of limited. Um, and so 
I guess I just wanted to I wanted to focus on this because it's like for all the, like the people who are afraid of like 5G damaging their lungs or literally giving them a virus, which is not how that works. Like you should maybe be skeptical of 5G, but not for those reasons. Yeah, like we as a nation for information security reasons and not for yeah, your health. Right. Like we as consumers should be concerned that the the smartest brains in the room here ought to find a way that we can be comfortable. Oh, well, we should be concerned that the smartest brains in the room are concerned. Yeah. Like if if they're they have eyes on this and they're worried, then we should be worried. Yeah. And I don't think it's likely to I don't think we're likely to see like significant rollout of 5G in this country until that is addressed. Like they actually are taking it seriously at the federal level. Good. Um it's as as much as our stupid president really pisses me off, he at least has one eye on China and I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, he maybe does for the wrong reasons, right. but it you know. Yeah. I can't even start on him. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> it's like very difficult to like ever be like, well, maybe he's got, maybe he's onto something there. Cause it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust him either, but, but yeah, it, the, the end result being that this is an actual concern. So just to like narrow in one more time on what it is exactly about Huawei, like, like it's not just that this is something they can do in the future. A wall street journal article from February uh, revealed that U.S. officials have known that since 2009, Huawei has been able to exploit backdoors installed into like mm. uh, cellular hardware that was. And this is the for, company that's like, oh no, we're totally trustworthy. Right. Well, like we don't know. I, maybe we do know that they there have been instances where they used it, but we know that they've been able to exploit it since 2009. And these yeah. are these are like backdoors that are installed for like you know uh, law enforcement purposes. Mm-hmm. You know, which I'm already shaky on the idea that we should whatever, right you know i i don't know yeah. i kind of whatever but but yeah they they have had access and with a decade to prepare yeah how much more able could they be you know and this is to say nothing of like you know let's say we ended up at like truly like let's say we ended up at war god forbid mm-hmm. i don't think it's a great idea that there's an, a means to just Snap your fingers and have America. our information. Yeah. Or shut our cellular networks down completely. Yeah. Can you imagine what chaos it's become that important? Yeah. A lot of people have a cell phone and do not have a desktop or a laptop computer. Mm-hmm. Do For a long it. time, I, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I just recently at the beginning of all the COVID stuff got a laptop again, but I mainly used my um, phone. Yeah. And if I can't use my phone, then, mm-hmm. then okay, then I'm cut off from information. I'm cut off from communication. Yeah. that That's very scary. It's, it's, it is scary. That's very scary. And we just got done discussing that, like, a lot of people don't have access to wireless internet and things. Mm-hmm. So they would rely even more so on cellular communication. Yeah. So those people would be completely cut off. Right. I just, I don't know. I wanted to round this out because we're basically, mm-hmm. I think I've almost said everything I want to say on it. Uh, I want to round this out on another thing. I feel like I've beaten this drum multiple times. I'm just going to say it again. The, the the idea that we have security is not entirely an illusion, but we have less than we think we do to begin with. And anyone reasonably dedicated, you know, um, will will find their way to your information. Yes. Um, 
for most of us, we're lucky that we're just not important. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But if you're someone important, there is more than often a way to get to you. Um, and, you know, security, I guess it's 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 like the thing it's it's how do I put it? It's like why they why they make you take your shoes off at the airport, because, you know, once a shoe bomb didn't, you know, quite succeed, but happened. Right. But people feel more comfortable feeling like something's happening. Yeah. You know, and so like a large a large amount of our. You know, what we see as our security is it's 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 made to make us feel better, but not actually to protect us. Yes. Uh, And I say this only to say that, like, yes, we're never completely safe. But in the ways that we can, we should make it harder. Yeah. It doesn't mean we should throw in the towel and be like, well, anyone can do whatever the fuck they want. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like, it's our responsibility to at least do our best. Even though we know that, like, you know, like, uh, it's always a step behind anyone who really wants to, you know, exploit, you know, a system for, you know, its vulnerabilities yeah. and all that. Um, the second you put a system in place, there's <clears throat> already someone finding out how to exploit it. That's yeah. just how it works. Right. Um, I just wanted to, you know, I guess mention that to say that, you know, we we should be we should be paying attention to the ways in which. You know, as we like, you know, a whole new nationwide network is actively being worked on. Maybe there's better people to give the keys to the kingdom to than companies which are strongly uh, associated with the Chinese government and who ultimately, I guess, at the risk of sounding like 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 making a blanket statement cannot be trusted. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's too strong a statement to make considering the information you provided. Right. That professionals are afraid that they can't be trusted. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not just me. It's like, not like, you know, I'm like wading through like, uh, the swamps of, uh, uh, you know, internet conspiracies and all that, like, you know, international groups, you know, of intelligence officials and the United States government's own intelligence, you know, community and many, many others have expressed reason to be concerned. So anyway, 5g won't give you coronavirus. But it might steal your medical records. (laughs) 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 About how you had the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, So that's it. I don't know. This actually went a little longer than I thought it would. But Yeah. um, You always got to factor in me talking over you and (laughs) being a dick. No, I also, like, we, you know, we we expand. We play off each other. Yeah. Right. Aw, we're adorable. <laughs> we <laughs> so um, but that's it. That's 5G in a nutshell. Don't be scared 5G. of 5G. Be just, scared of the people providing the 5G. Like, <laughs> hope your government is not as stupid as you think it is and can find a way for us oh to God, be that's what makes me scared. marginally protected from bad interests. Yes. And that's what that. Dave said. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's, That's all it. there is. We're uh, done wrapping it up. The whole thing. <laughs> packing it in. We're done. Uh, I'm going to go destroy all this equipment and we will not be back. No. Um, th- so thanks for listening to Goose Chase. Thank you. Goose Chase. I almost um, missed it. Uh, we will, uh, I guess we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yep. Don't know what. Don't know who. Um. Uh, as far as right now, I plan to do the episode and I, I in the 
past few weeks, I've added a lot of things to the list. Oh, yeah? That I am immensely interested in all of them. So I, I got to weed out what... Every time I add something, I'm like, I definitely want to do that. And then I add the next thing, and I'm like, well, I definitely want to do that next time. So I have to figure out what I want to start with. I'm glad I nabbed this one just because it's like... Loosely, it's not loosely. It's related to like what I do, so it felt yes. like something it, that could it's start not off. one of the ones that was uh, high on my radar. I will say that. So, um, so anyway, don't be afraid of five G. It can't give <laughs> you a virus. Um, try and relax and be happy. We know that's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. Is advice coming from Dave? Yeah, <laughs> who is particularly struggling with that at this moment? But, uh, but thank you for listening. And uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks with another episode of Goose Chase. Goose Chase. You got a double goose chase, guys. You're so lucky. That's a double. Also give you one of these. Fee, fee. <laughs> see you that next time. That was a good time. one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Goose Chase Pod. And our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes. 